Blog Talk Radio. Florida, you. Florida, you. Let the rivers of my worship Florida, you. Lord, I pray in all I do. Let the rivers of my worship flow to you. Life streams in the valley. They swear with the rain. Let the songs of my heart, let a rise and bless your name flow to you. Flow to you. Flow to you. Let all my worship, let all my praise flow to you, flow to you. Let all my worship, let all my praise flow to you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Psalm 34 and 1. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host. Minister Elaine, call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to take a few minutes to to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We want to welcome you all. We want to thank you in advance for supporting and following this ministry. We give God all the praise and the honor for you being here today. To God be the glory. The message today will come from Genesis, the 41st chapter. Amen. And we're going to talk today about destiny. Amen. We're going to talk about destiny. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to see the month of July, another new month, the seventh month of the year. And, God, we don't take it lightly that you have allowed us to see. And we thank you, God, for allowing us to see another month. And we just thank you, Father God, for this month. And we thank you, Father God, that you have kept us all these months up to the seventh month. And you kept us, and you kept us fed, and you kept us clothed, and you supplied everything that we needed. And for that, Lord, we say thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you in his holy name. And we just thank you because you're worthy of all of our praise. We say thank you for another day. We thank you for healing. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you, Father God, that you're able to do all the things that you said that you could do, God. And we just give you praise and honor and glory, God. We ask you, Father God, to bless 
your churches all over the land, the churches of God all over the land. We ask you to bless each and every leader uh, of your ministries all over the land, oh God. Supply their every need for the ministries, oh God. And you said, Father God, your seed does not beg for bread, and we thank you for it right now that they won't beg for nothing. So we give you praise and honor, God, for being a God that supplies. We just thank you for it, God, right now. We ask you to meet every need of Every person under the sound of my voice, God, whatever that need may be, oh, God, we thank you for supplying that need. And we just call on Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And we thank you, Lord, because you are our shepherd. And because you are our shepherd, we don't go lacking for nothing. So we thank you right now, God, for being a good shepherd over your people, God, making sure that all our needs are being met. We give you praise and glory, God. We thank you, Father God, and we ask that you will give us our daily bread every day of our lives, God. We ask you to let your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven in the lives of your people all over the nation, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you are able to keep your children from all harm and danger, and we ask you to cover them right now, Lord, under the blood of Jesus. We ask you to cover the children under the blood of Jesus. We ask you to cover the home under the blood of Jesus. We ask you to cover them wherever they go, oh God, as they go in and out, oh God. Cover them under the blood of Jesus. Father God, we thank you and we pray, Lord, that you will meet every need in their home. Let it be no lack in their home. Let their freezer and their refrigerator have food. Let their cabinets be full, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you're able to do it, see that bullet, all that we could ever ask or think. And we give you glory and praise for it even now, God. We thank you, God, for delivering a soul, saving a soul. We ask you to save souls all through the nations, oh God, for your glory. Even now, God, in the name of Jesus, because we know that you're able to do it, oh God. That's why Jesus was sent, that souls might be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. Oh God, we just thank you for the message that's coming forth, oh God. Decrease me and increase you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you a mighty praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say hallelujah. Somebody ought to help me praise the name of the Lord because we see it here. And God has kept us and brought us a mighty long way. And he is so worthy of all of our praises. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Amen. The message will come from Genesis 41st chapter. Amen. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number 38, and the word of God reads, And Pharaoh said unto his servant, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, So much as God has shown thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand, and he put it upon Joseph's hand, and arrayed him in a vesta of fine linen, and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him to ride in the second chariot, which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee. And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. 
And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or feet in all the land of Egypt. Amen. To God be the glory for his word. Amen. Um, we're going to stop at that scripture, uh, 44, but I want to encourage you to go back in your own devotional time to read the entirety uh, of the chapter and the chapter before and the chapter after uh, where um, the story of Joseph. And I'm going to tell the story of Joseph and how we got to this point um, uh, from uh, the verses of 38 and 44 and how we got there. Uh, the title of our message will be A Divine Destiny. The Bible tells us that Joseph was uh, the youngest brother of his siblings, and he was, matter of fact, the favorite son of his father because he was the child of his old age. The Bible tells us that uh, Joseph's father had a coat of many colors made for him because he loved Joseph so much that he made him a coat of many colors. And Joseph himself was a dreamer. He dreamed a dream, and he actually dreamed a dream of his destiny. And Joseph uh, told his dream of his destiny to his brother. And he also told that dream to his parents. The Bible says that even after Joseph had told the dream, and I, I believe sometimes you can't even tell your relatives what God is about to do in your life, what vision God has given unto you, what God has planned for your life. Sometimes we can't even tell relatives. Sometimes we can't even tell close friends or, or co-workers because as Joseph family was, first they didn't believe, because his father said, you mean to tell uh, me, in other words, and I'm paraphrasing, that we're going to bow down to you? Um, his brothers, they hated him even the more because of his dream of destiny. I would say that it was a dream of destiny, what God has shown Joseph, what he would come to be. And you know, God will do that. And we need to write down the vision. We need to make it plain. We need to write it down our destiny. But we need not to tell everybody because sometimes our family can be the worstest enemy. As in Joseph's case, his brothers were his worstest enemy. And they were the ones who came against Joseph so much. They were the ones that were close to him. They were the ones that really, really hated Joseph and hated him. And they hated him because their dad loved him so much. And maybe his dad didn't realize that he was causing such a division between Joseph and his brothers. But sometimes we have to realize as parents, we got to be careful how we do those things and handle those things. And, and, and these brothers hated Joseph because of that coat. And the Bible says that they ripped his coat. And, and then not only that, they throwed him in a pit with no water and, and they wanted him to die there. And then they took him out of the pit, and then they sold him into slavery. And not only that, they even lied to the father and it took the, the coat of many colors. Now, isn't that something? That was really some hate there for the brother. They, they took the, the coat 
that the father had made, and they had killed the animal, and they took the, the blood of the animal and put it all over the, the, the coat of milk colors that to, to, to lie to the father and say that the, that the younger brother had died. And, and the father mourned for his son because he thought that an animal or something had uh, devoured Joseph. But the Bible says that Joseph had this dream, and, and his dream was talking about where he would be and, and, and the life that he would have. But along the journey, somehow Joseph, because of his brother, was thrown off uh, court because of his brother. See, when his brothers threw him into the pit, and, and when they took him out and then they stole him over into slavery, they was blocking his destiny, I would say, because they had put him in a place where he should not have been. See, that's what not the place that God had called Joseph to be. God had given Joseph a, a destiny, a dream of a divine dream of destiny. But the Bible tells us that Joseph would be in in jail and, and Joseph uh was in jail with a baker and a butler. Now remember that Joseph was a dreamer. And he could interpret dreams. That was his gift. And God was making room for Joseph's gift, even in his place of affliction. See, Joseph was in a he was in a place of persecution and suffering, not by his choice, but by the hands of his family. That's why we have to be very careful who we tell our dreams for, too. Because even though Joseph had the dream, some things you don't tell everybody. Don't tell everybody what God is trying to do in your life because everybody that smiles in your face is not happy about what God is about to do in your life. And they were not happy when Joseph gave the dream. And this is why Joseph ended up in the place that he was because he talked too much. Some of us, we talk too much, and we need to keep it to ourselves. Write it down. Write it down in your notebook or whatever you have that you keep um, your notes. And when you hear things from God, write it down. Write it down on the table. Make it plain. And keeping it. And, and, and when that time comes, then God will take you to the place of your destiny. See, even though God has a plan for our life and he tells us, you know what, I have a plan for your life. And that plan is to do you good. And my will is, is for to, to do good unto you. And so Joseph's plan that God had planned for him, hallelujah, it got kind of a little roadblock, I would say, a little pit stop because of the brothers. But, you know, sometimes on our Christian journey and on our journey of faith, we will have pit stops. We will have stops and bumps, just like we have in the road. And and it detours us off of the way that God is trying to take us to get to our destiny. Now, he didn't tell us that we wouldn't have any uh, rough roads. He didn't tell us that we weren't going to have any trial and tribulation getting there. He didn't tell us that we wouldn't have persecution getting there. He didn't tell us that the road would be easy, but he did promise.
promised that he would be with us. But we have to hold on to our dreams. We have to hold on to what God has promised unto us. We have to believe in what he said unto us. And we have to hold on to it. We got to stay in faith and continue to believe God. Because if God has promised it to you, it surely should come to pass. The Bible says that when Joseph was in the place of his affliction and his suffering, and he was in this jail, and he was in this prison, and, 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 and he was with the baker and the butler, he interpreted the dream for them, and it was right on point what he had interpreted. And he told him, he said, don't forget about me. And when he got to the, 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 the man, got into the place where Joseph had said he would be, he forgot about Joseph. And then the Bible says in years later that came that Pharaoh had a dream. And Pharaoh had a dream, and he didn't understand the dreams, and he was calling his soothsayers, and uh, he was calling his mediums, and he was calling all these people, but he wasn't calling on the right people. Sometimes we just call on the wrong people. We don't need to go to mediums. We don't need to go to sorcerers. We need to go to God for the answers that we need so that we can get a truth. They could not figure out what his dream meant, and he had called on all of them to interpret the dream, and they did not understand the dream. And this is when the man in the dream said, you know what? I remember when I was in jail, and I'm just paraphrasing, there was a, a young man there by the name of Joseph. And he could interpret dreams. And so Pharaoh called for Joseph, and Joseph could interpret the dreams. He interpreted the dream, and not only did he interpret the dream and told Pharaoh what it meant, and you know what I love about Joseph is he never took the credit. He never took the credit of interpreting the dream. He always gave the credit unto God. And he told him, he said, you know, if God has established the thing, it's surely to happen. And so as Joseph told him how and what needed to be done and how they needed to do before the seven years came of famine, and then they would have the seven, seven years of, of, I would say, prosperity or abundance that they needed to save before the seven years of famine uh, came. And it surely came the way Joseph said. And Pharaoh, the Bible tells us in the word of God that Pharaoh said, can we find such one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is with? God was with Joseph. Now Joseph was about to step into his destiny. Now Joseph was to walk into his destiny, and it was a divine destiny of God. That means that it was going to happen. It was going to happen no matter what. It was going to happen. Now, he had to go through the things that he had to go through to get there, but he still was going to have the promises that God had promised unto him. He was now about to step into his divine destiny. It was suddenly about to be a change in Joseph's life. He was about to live the way God has intended for him to live in the beginning. You know, in the beginning, God uh, wants us to live a certain way, but something happens in our lives that calls us to get off course. Something in our lives calls us to hit a pitfall. It's something in our lives that calls us 
a place that God never intended us to be in. But yet and still, if we do like Joseph, I believe that Joseph still had enough faith and believed in God that he was so faithful. You know, he was so faithful unto God, even when in, in his persecution, even in his suffering, even when he was in jail, even when he was lied on, when part of a wife lied on him and caused him to end up in jail and all of this foolishness, he still, I believe, had faith in God and still believed God. He may not have understood why he was going through the things that he was going through, but he believed in this God. And I believe that he had enough faith and trust in God to believe in what God had said. And we have to do the same thing. We have to believe in God. We have to have faith that if God has promised us a thing, it's going to manifest in our life. In God's timing, and do season. This was Joseph's season. Every season in your life will change. Now, Joseph's season was about to change. His a true destiny was coming forth and was manifesting before his, his very eyes. Now, Joseph probably didn't realize when they called him out of the, the jail, he might not have realized that, that interpreting this dream was going to put him to, in the stepping of his destiny. His divine destiny. This was ordained by God in the beginning for Joseph. Nobody could stop it, even though he had to go through what he had to go through. Nobody can stop the destiny of God, the divine destiny of God in your life. If God has promised you a thing, it's surely to come to pass. But we have to stay focused because there's so many things out there that try to keep us from getting to our destiny, keep us from walking in our destiny. You know, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and he's going to try to keep you from getting to your destiny any way he can, and he's going to come through anybody that he can. But you got to be like Joseph because God showed us that he can make room for our gifts like he did for Joseph and put us before great men. He put Joseph before Pharaoh, who was a great man in the land. He put him before him, and he used the gift that he had within Joseph. And this brought forth the manifestation of the divine destiny in Joseph's life. Joseph's season was changing. It was suddenly happening all of a sudden because we see in the word of God that it said, Pharaoh said unto him that, for so much as God has shown thee all of this, he recognized that God was the one, and Joseph really let him know, you know, God is the one, and God was with him. And I believe that Pharaoh knew that God was with Joseph, and he and he uh, received Joseph and put him on a place where he should have been all alone. And the Bible tells us that he put. Joseph over his house, and then he put him over his people. He became ruler over the people. The only place that Joseph was was not greater than Pharaoh was in the throne. Now Joseph was walking in his divine destiny. That was God's plan for his life all along. And, you know, sometimes we have to not tell our dreams because when we do that and we tell people our dreams, there are some people that will go pray against what you just told them. 
You think that they're for you, and they go back and pray against you, or they speak negative things over your life. That's why we have to be very careful about who we tell our dreams to and what God planned to do in our lives. Stop it. Don't do that. That's between you and God, what he has planned for you. And Joseph, here he was, he coming out of the dungeon. I'm pretty sure now in those days that you couldn't come before the king any kind of way, so I'm pretty sure they had cleaned Joseph up. I'm pretty sure that Joseph was uh, probably shaving down and had on a nice clothing. I don't think they brought him all in chains. I really don't believe that they brought him all in chains. I believe that they brought him before the king because, you know, you can come before the king any kind of way. I don't know why today we think we can come before God any kind of way, but we can't. We got to show honor and respect unto God. But when he came before this earthly king, I believe that they had cleaned him up. I think they had them wash their hair and all of that so that he would be presentable before the king. Now, the Bible goes on to tell us that, that Pharaoh set him over all the land of Egypt. I don't know how long you've been in your place of affliction. I don't know how long you've been in your place of persecution. But you know, greatness comes out of suffering. Greatness comes out of suffering. Joseph was suffered much, but he still rests his destiny because it was the plan of God for his life. Joseph's life shows us that God's plan for our life never changes. Even though we may be going through a season of suffering, persecution, whatever it may be, but when you are destined for greatness, when you are destined for happiness and love and joy and all the fruits of the Spirit, when you are destined to be prosperous, when you're destined to be all that God has called you to be, it's going to happen. Divine plan for your life. It's his divine plan for your life. Can't nobody stop your divine plan for your life. But you must continue to believe. And I believe Joseph probably was just standing there, probably in amaze, just in amaze because he couldn't believe the things probably that was happening to him because it happened so fast. He didn't realize, you know, maybe he didn't realize that by him interpreting his dream, God was going to use that so he can now begin to walk in the destiny and fulfill the dream that he had given Joseph those many years before he got into the place where he was. And many times we will go through, but you got to go through. You got to keep trusting God when you're going through. You got to still hold on to the dream even when you're going through. You got to learn how to endure. You got to learn how to persevere in the midst of all of what you go through. Because God has a divine plan for your life, a divine destiny. That means it comes from God straight from the heavens, and nobody can stop your destiny. That's why he said, I got a plan for you, and I got a good plan for your life. I'm going to do you good, but you got to trust me. No matter what's going on in your life, you got to trust me. You got to hold on. You got to keep on trusting in me. 
Don't lose your sight. Don't forget about me. Don't think that I done left you because I never leave you nor forsake you. You won't be begging for bread. You'll have everything that you need even though you may be in a place of darkness, even though you may be in a place of suffering and persecution, even though somebody may have lied on you, somebody has told lies on you, but that's all right. You keep on believing in the word of God. You keep on studying the word of God. You keep on praying and you keep on believing and keep your mouth shut. Don't tell everybody your dreams because everybody is not for you. Whatever God has given unto you and told you is for you. Hold on. Just hold on. You got to hold on and you got to keep on believing. You got to stay in your place with God. You cannot turn from God, even in your place of affliction. You cannot turn and do wrong. You know, even though Joseph offered a temptation to walk over in sin, Joseph still was trying to do right, and he ran from the sin and the temptation. And then he had to go to jail for a lot. And some of us are in prison in our own mind, in our own soul, in our own spirit. We're locked up and bound, and the keys have been thrown away because we don't want to believe in what God has said. But we got to hold on to our drink because God never gives you a drink of destiny, and it does not come to pass. God is hand a table before thy enemy. Just hold on. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel because your destiny will manifest in your life if you'll just believe and keep the faith in God. A divine destiny. Season change. It don't stay the same. Don't give up. It's in God's time. And it's in God's hand. I put on my Facebook page, the present truth is God is God, still in control. He's still in control of your life. But you got to follow him. You got to you got to follow him and to continue to believe and have faith because faith is so important to our walk in God. You know, Joseph may or could have given up. He could have turned away from God. Or he could have fell away in sin. But Joseph didn't do that, even though he didn't understand why he was going through what he was going through. He didn't understand the brothers that he loved so much. Why would his own brothers, why would his own family turn against him? Why would his own brothers do such a thing? You know, sometimes in our life we think the same thing. Why would our family turn against us? Why would our children turn against us? Why would our husband or our wife turn against us? Why do the people that love us turn against us? The Bible tells us to trust God. And trust him alone. It tells us sometimes our family are our worst enemies. And the story of Joseph let us see that you can't even tell your family 
because some of them won't be happy for you. God has planned a divine destiny for your life, but you got to continue to believe. You got to hold on unto his unchanging hand. And then there will be a suddenly in your life as it was for Joseph. The season will change. It's not going to remain the same. Every season changes. It's a time for everything in life, just as it was for Joseph. There was a time that Joseph was happy with his brothers, uh, there with his brothers and his family because his daddy had gave him the coat. Look how quickly his happiness turned to sorrow. Pain. All of that in one season, swap, just like that. Then he ends up in the prison. The season changed. He ends up in prison. Now, some of you may not end up in a physical prison, but you're in prison in your mind. You're bound. You're bound. That's being locked up when you ain't got no peace of mind, when you're worried all the time. all have a destiny. We are all called to do something for God. And God wants the best for each and every one of us, just as he had for Joseph, a divine destiny. It's the plan of God for your life. The Bible says that not only that he put his ring upon Joseph's hand, and he had fine clothing, and he put a gold chain about his neck. And then he gave uh, Joseph the, the, the chariot, the second chariot under him. The very dream that Joseph told his brother manifested in his life, the divine destiny of God. And we see in the word of God that he was bowed down to, they cried before him, and they made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And not only that, Pharaoh said, you know what, I'm Pharaoh, but nobody, but not nobody never touch you. He trusted Joseph and allowed him to be over his kingdom. And I want to say to you today, whatever God has promised unto you, don't don't lose hope in it. Keep believing. Don't give up on your dream. Don't give up on your destiny. Because God does have a, a plan for your life. And it's a divine destiny. And it's great and marvelous thing that he's going to do in your life. And even though you may be going through, know that God has a plan for your life. And it's a divine destiny of greatness. Greatness comes after the suffering. Joseph went through some stuff, but his divine destiny, the plan of God, was manifested in his life. Amen. Amen. I want you to go back and read the entire story about Joseph and see how the dream uh, even manifested with his brother and his father, his family, 
Uh, it's such a powerful story of God's divine destiny. Amen. To God be the glory. We thank God for his holy word. He is an awesome God. I don't know about you, but I am so glad um, that God has made a plan for my life, and nobody can stop that plan, and nobody can stop the plan of God for your life because he has a divine destiny for his children. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to go ahead and open up the door invitation to salvation. Today is the day. If you are not saved and you don't know the Lord, today is the day to come to him, to give your life to him. We are living in the last days, and you got to be ready, and you got to know him for yourself. And you're not saved. If you would just say this simple for our Lord, save me. And if you said that prayer and you honestly do repeat of your sin, just inbox me on Facebook and let me know. Also, if you are backslider, today is the day that you ought to come back unto the Father. While the blood is yet running warm in your veins, God said he is ever married to the backslider. So you want to come on back to the Father. Come on back to the sheepfold. Turn from sin and come back to your father. He still loves you, but you got to turn from sin. He don't like what you're doing. So it's time now to come and get your life right with God. And if you're a church member and you're on a church road and you've been on a church road for 30 and 40 years and you are not saved, if you are asked the Lord, Lord, save me. If you just said, save me. You know, it's going to be so sad when he comes and so many people are going to be standing in line at the pearly gates. Want to get in. And he's going to say, I don't know you. And he's going to say, well, Lord, I was doing this in the church, and I was on the auxiliaries in the church, and I paid my tithes, and I did good deeds, and I visited the sick, and I, and I fed the hungry, and I clothed over naked. And he's going to say, I don't know you, because you must be saved and born again. Being on the church road does not save you. Going under the water does not save you. You must be born again. And if you fit in any of those categories, amen, to God be the glory, just hit me up on Facebook and let me know, amen. And we're going to get with you, my leaders, apostle and pastor, Ralph, and we're going to pray with you because we want you to get to your divine destiny. We want you to be walking in your destiny. We want you to be living in your destiny. So you got to be on a place where the anointing is operating, where the power of the Holy Spirit is operating so that you can reach your destiny because God has a plan for your life, and that's to do you good. Amen. So just hit me up on Facebook, amen, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth, and let me know that you have given your life unto God. If you need prayer, amen, to God be the glory. You can uh, press the one, amen. If you need prayer, and if you want to inbox me on Facebook, you can. You can also do that and leave me a prayer request there. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. To God be the glory. Just have a couple of um, general announcements. We do hope and pray that you tuned in to Pathetic Corner today from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your radio host, Prophetess Martha Williams. Amen. I want to encourage you to connect and follow her ministries. Amen. And her ministry has been a blessing unto you. Um, sow a seed in her ministry and watch God uh, bless you. Also, we want to encourage you to 
tune in to one word from the Lord on Tuesday night with my leader, Pastor Joseph Ryle and Apostle Yvonne Ryle at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block Talk Radio. One word from the Lord, and that's all you need is one word from the Lord, from a true prophet, a powerful man of God. They are a power team for God, and you couldn't be up on a great leaders If you're called to ministry, you don't know what direction you need to go. Um, they are great mentors and leaders. They are true leaders for God, and they will help you get where you need to, to go. If you want to connect with them, connect with them on Facebook. Uh, Pastor Joseph Ryle, Pastor Yvonne Ryle, or Yvonne Ryle, and get in contact with them and uh, get started doing the work of God. God has a plan for your life, and he wants you to get there, but you got to be in the right place, amen. Um, and if you uh, want to do that, you can also inbox me, inbox me as well on Facebook. On Saturday, we have for you Faith Calm by Hearing Ministry with your radio host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askews at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eric Satter, powerful woman of God. We want to encourage you to get connected and follow her ministry. If her ministry has been a blessing to you, we pray that you will sow a seed of faith in her ministry. Also sow a seed of faith in one word from the Lord. And watch God bless you. Uh, Voice of Truth and Without Worldwide Ministries are ministries with you in mind. We are everywhere you are. You can always listen. You can listen live or you can listen on demand. We are wherever you are. If you're out shopping or you're just at home relaxing, you can always listen to one of the shows. So um, we want to encourage you to do that. Um, you, you, ministry is not just behind the four walls, and we got to break that 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 um religious spirit of thinking that ministry can only be done behind the four walls. That's not a truth. Because Jesus' ministry was outside of the wall, and he walked everywhere he went, and he didn't have a building. He didn't have a building. His people were his church. His followers, he had followers. So I want to encourage you to follow Without Walls Worldwide Ministries, Pathetic Corner, Come by Hearing Ministries, and Voices Truth. I want to encourage you to follow those ministries, amen. And if any of them been a blessing to him, sow a seed in them. Sow a seed in the ministry because it costs to do ministry. Ministry is not free, and it's very expensive to do ministry. It's even expensive to buy a Bible. And you have to have all those things. You have to have the Internet and all those things. So I want to encourage you to sow a seed and watch it bring forth a harvest. Because if you don't put nothing in the ground, you won't have nothing. As pastor would say, if, if you don't put nothing in the ground, you won't have nothing. And God is not trying to get something from you. He's trying to get something to you. So go ahead and sow to see whatever he's telling you to sow. He'll tell you just what to sow. Amen. To God be the glory. We do hope and pray um, that you will tune in with us next week at the same time here on Block Talk Radio. We pray that you will um, 
have a blessed week in the Lord. I don't see anybody with their hand raised for prayer, but we just pray that God will take care of you, uh, you and your family, and provide your every need in Jesus' name. You have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. God loves you, and we love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Amen. Be blessed.